Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry. You're on a lady journey. Yeah, we'll just yeah. jump right in. We'll just lady well, we journey our way into this. <laughs> we went to Miami, and I was like, um, I'm going to decide when I turn 37, when I turn 36, I'm going to give myself a year to decide if I want kids. I felt so much pressure immediately. I had two margaritas. I had a breakdown on the beach. I was like, I don't know what I want to do. And then we haven't talked about it since. So that's where I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I'm at. I've put a pause on it. And now my birthday is in three weeks. And so I was like, I guess that's not how it happens. You know? Yeah. Well, I didn't have strong feelings about it. I could take, it was like, it, a life is great without, but also an amazing bonus with. Yeah. And I'd rather have a nice relationship first because Joe didn't want to have kids and then he changed his mind. Mm. So, but I do tell now every female comic, if you can afford it, just freeze your eggs so yeah. you can have, yeah. relax a little bit. Just have the option. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what I need to do. I'm like, I'm just like spinning out. I, I love you. like, I, with is great and without is great. I'm like, with is a nightmare and without is regret. Okay. <laughs> I've got two bad paths. Ladies and, and gentlemen, out. the yeah. most cancer response <laughs> to any life yeah. conundrum yeah. is that they are both equally yeah. as terrible. I'm freaking out. So, yeah. I no, know. it's, it's like, awful. And I always feel like guys don't get it. And yeah. that part well because they don't feel that pressure. For no. them, there's no pressure of they the clock is ticking and your time is running out. Yeah, and I only know. useful if you have babies. And yeah, they don't have that pressure. The guy's on them. clock is ticking at like 83 yeah. now, apparently. It's <laughs> <laughs> like my clock's still going. Yeah, <laughs> it's what because like was it Al Pacino and De Niro are having kids in their 70s and yeah. 80s? It's gonna be like Muppet Baby version Hilarious. of like uh, <laughs> the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like. How can you just be a dad when you're like, later, like you're there for two years and you're like, peace out, not yeah. my problem anymore. Yeah. Like they're at that point. I'm like, oh, I think they're just sperm donors. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I'm clearly these women know what they've gotten themselves into and I mean, know you what they have to. Yeah. You have to know the deal where it's like your kid's going to be taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. There's the financial part yeah. and he'll won't be in his life. I love Alec yeah. Baldwin or not Alec Baldwin. I love. Um. Um, Al Pacino, the photos of him and his um, beautiful girlfriend. Now the girlfriend is thirty-five. Uh, just she's just unutterably stunning. And then you see him, and he's just like not his <laughs> eye is not opening, just drooling, drooling, like yeah, like just not aware even that there's a camera. She's like voguing, and he's just befuddled. <laughs> you know, it's like someone shoved him into the picture. Like, yeah, to take a picture with her. Yeah, she's posing yeah, and he's like, just so confused yeah, like, yeah. but no it's true love it's true love it's like i'm sure it is i'm, I'm sure, sure it is he couldn't to even a groom extent. himself yeah. a love of what is <laughs> yeah. the question yeah. <laughs> but exactly? no gina I, you have a unique story with your baby because you um gave birth during the pandemic like sure early did. into the pandemic yeah. what was that like would you recommend it yeah because no. <laughs> it feels per- the ideal situation because you're um built-in maternity leave yeah Yeah. well you know what people i think when they uh, would ask me about it they were like oh my god what was it like during the pandemic i'm like i was a pregnant lady who was told to stay home what do you want me to do right right. i was literally like okay i guess i'll just order food and watch cable (laughs) oh no oh my I think a lot of people had time for introspection, too. So I think that was the biggest thing was spending that much time with my husband, being very pregnant and then having a newborn 
and being inside 24 7. Yeah. Once my son was born, the pregnancy thing, oh, great. I ordered bacon, egg, and cheese every day. We, mm. you know, whatever yeah. groceries we could order and cook, we would order and yeah. cook. I was still working via Zoom. And thankfully, it had a couple of corporate gigs via Zoom. And that's kind of what kept us right. afloat. Yeah. And so, you know, all of that was just kind of regular. But then when the baby was there, it was like, oh, all of the all of the pressures because yeah. I was yeah. trying to breastfeed and then I was under so much stress. I wasn't making enough milk and my son was underweight and we had to put formula in. Oh and then my gosh. I was crying and upset and had trauma from the delivery. And yeah, and yeah. It was dealing with all of that. Mm -hmm. That was the hard part about being home constantly and not being able to take my son out much, not being able to have him interact yeah. with other people or other babies like he's learning how to socialize now yeah and that's where you know you kind of just feel bad for the kid because like whereas other kids will like walk up to each other and make conversation when another kid like walks up to my son he's very much like i, I don't know <laughs> yeah like indoor you. cat my energy yeah <laughs> very, very much like why are you i don't understand like somebody tries to bully yeah. my kid and he's like yeah. i don't see what the point i'm just gonna go get my mom yeah yes <laughs> what are you doing I well it's like my friend's kid it was like that we noticed he has his friends waving high outside in the by the baseball park and he won't oh, acknowledge man. and you're like you gotta say hi back you yeah. weirdo yeah. <laughs> like, at least yeah. a head nod yeah. do something yeah acknowledge his existence it's gonna we be can like all see it a whole mini generation of like just weirdly adjusted children <laughs> well, that's, that's one of the maybe one of the downfalls of being such a conscious parent is if my son doesn't want to say hi i'm like that's cool he doesn't yeah love yeah, yeah i love yeah. it i'm like that's oh, it's anti-social <laughs> high five let's go hide in a room he's an artist kid. i know not like <laughs> not like our parents that are like get over there and give him a hug yeah snuggle with that man you're like who is he though he's your drunk uncle lester and he loves you give him a big weird hug yeah. oh my gosh so uh, trauma uh, yeah here we go <laughs> can't wait to unpack that later everyone <laughs> oh my gosh but but um so you he he's almost three now your son yeah and, and you're a boy mom and i love that and you have you have some hilarious material about boy mom. I think I think it's really funny. Thank it's you. like you like oh my god, you're so funny. You're so funny. That's like true. in the yes. in the past few years, it's like this trend of like gendered parenting. Yes. You know, like boy mom, girl dad. Like yeah. what is what is that? It's it feels new to me. Like it, that doesn't seem like it was a it thing. It doesn't seem like it was hyped up before. And I think a lot of it is one people calling parents out for their ridiculousness when it comes to like sayings like people parents were saying this to me all the time oh you're having a boy thank god mm -hmm. yeah all the weird? boys are so much easier than the girls what i, I, oh. I think that's a projection in yeah. a weird way it's 100 yes. percent a projection and it's 100 percent something that it's almost so ingrained in our society yeah that parents really believe mm -hmm. that that's a thing oh girls are way more difficult no girls are more put upon yeah. the way yes. i talk about yeah. it on stage is i always say like when you think about it like we don't teach little boys about consent we teach little girls to cover up we don't yeah we don't teach these things we yeah. put everything on the little girl yeah you have to yeah. be responsible i was telling my husband this the other day i said they never told y'all to put your keys in your fingers when you're walking yeah. to your car well, at night. Keys. Yeah. yeah yeah i saw there's a tiktok i saw the other day and i was like oh that's so true where the girl was saying about like parents being like oh boys are so much easier and then you're like yeah well now we're teaching them all the stuff that you, you didn't, didn't do mm -hmm. where you're like it is kind of amazing uh, now when you were dating where um, the amount of guys that didn't know how to do laundry 
right, or basic right. computer stuff. Yeah, yeah or like I'm just, just getting no, personal. No yeah. sheet on the back. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is what I've dealt with. <laughs> they don't know yeah. how to copy and paste. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have that with men? <laughs> it was scary. It was scary. <laughs> Talking to you, Gare. <laughs> Talking to you. <gasps> Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, it's, it's a frustrating thing. I think I had an ex- I had an ex boyfriend that was proud of the fact that he had never one day in his life done laundry for himself. That's wow. wild. And I yeah. was like, this is a point of pride for you. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. I'm like, you're an invalid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can't take care of yourself. Yeah. You literally need to be mothered, is what you're just saying. Exactly. You're told me in that sentence. Or they don't know how to cook a meal for themselves. When yeah, people it's are like, like, a like meal. I'm a dead weight. Like an actual yeah. meal. <laughs> not like I'm going to microwave a burger yeah. and yeah. throw it in a frying pan. A meal. Yeah. You were, because you're like, I didn't know how to cook. And then I learned. You just figure yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't know why you didn't have to go through that stuff. Yeah, as though, yeah. like, girls are going to, like, culinary school <laughs> at home <laughs> with their parents. Like, who has the time? <laughs> who has the time? Yeah, I didn't learn how to cook really until the pandemic. That was yeah. when I got... I had kind of... I was, like, a bad cook before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. In my 20s, I would try... I remember I would be like, I'm making dinner for my boyfriend, and it would just t- be awful. <laughs> just, like, I could cook one thing, and it was curry, and it yeah. was just chopping vegetables and putting it and with coconut milk. And leaving it there for fi- 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and being like, these veggies are hard <laughs> but it's great like if a guy is sleeping with you then he's like no it's really good yeah no, the, really power, the power we're of the vagina sex, right? yeah. we're, yeah. still, we're still sleeping together right yeah. this is delicious yeah but it's the same yeah it's like guys should you, you, if you're a guy you need to have a recipe that's yeah. why just one recipe and one cool looking jacket is yes. what i say yeah. when guys are like i don't know how to get girls i'm like just get a jacket one, one cool recipe. looking jacket. Yeah. Well, a recipe, a jacket, a and I will say coat. one good pair of shoes. I'll put that too because sometimes you see a guy and he's really nice and then you look at his footwear and you're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Something is wrong. We've actually had ceremonies um, for my husband's shoes that uh. I've <laughs> made him throw away. Yeah, yeah. What type of wrong. shoes? What type of shoes were it, these? They're like Vans. Like okay. Okay. He had a pair of okay. Vans forever and literally yes. they had a hole in them. I'm like oh. looking at Lex before we go into yeah. shoe wear. <laughs> I'm like just Nikes. Checking. Just those checking. are fine. Those, those are, are fine. Those, are, those good. are fine. You're doing very well. Those are those like, are well taken care of shoes. Like you date a guy, you start dating a guy, and then one day he shows up in like loafers, like like penny loafers, and you're like, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize you were 85. How about, I'll name a name here. Matthew Broussard wears boat shoes with no socks, and that's boat always shoes. been shocking. But that's I, so his character. It is. <laughs> My husband used to do that, the boat shoes with no socks, and every time I see him wearing shoes with no yeah. socks, I side eye the crap out of him because yes. I'm like, that's so nasty. I know oh your feet are sweating. Yes. I know yes. your feet are sweaty. Summer <laughs> is not an excuse. That's disgusting. Yes. I also get on like, guys have a real hard time with pedicures and I don't need, you don't need yeah. to get nail polish on there, but like cut your toenails. Cut your toenails. Get a, get a foot massage. Yeah. Moisturize oh those calluses. Yeah. I yeah. went to go get a, nails done the other day. This was, I told you I ended up leaving cause the wait was like 40 minutes, which yeah. I expected because it's New York. But you know, I like to just wait until I'm about to go in five minutes and then leave in a huff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, it was almost my turn, but I actually want to make a, a big You're like, scene. No, I want to make a point. <laughs> and that like, point is I've waited yeah, too like, long. Miss, you don't want to wait. I'm like, I have been ladies. <laughs> <laughs> But I had to leave, though, because there was a guy next to me not getting a pedicure, which he desperately needed. An older man with gnarly toes. Oh, no. Getting the foot massage. And he kept being like, can you? He's like, a little more on the toes, a little more on the toes. And I was (laughs) just like, no, I 
I have to go. <laughs> I've been wronged. <laughs> I've got so. an infection just looking at this man's yes, feet. Yes, <laughs> I know. It's like well, you, you get a pedicure. I love it when guys get pedicures. I yeah. think it's so it's so I see a lot of men in the nail salons a lot more now than I did before. And you know what? It's it's very courteous. If you're going to be touching a woman, please have clean fingernails. Please have clean toenails. UTIs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if you're going need to a UTI. be near a woman's body, just clean your fingers and yeah. toes. <laughs> I know. I love it. I it's don't like know what you're putting where. Dating but clean, 101. Clean. <laughs> dating so 101. I feel like you would never see that <laughs> as advice in a GQ magazine. No. It's GQ all about like, like how to eat her out properly. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, just clean fingernails and toenails is all we want yeah it's yeah. like make a million dollars in stock like the weirdest <laughs> the weirdest advice when it comes to like oh how to eat her out properly and you're like that's actually all wrong like <laughs> both physiologically and technically yeah. you are so yeah. wrong yeah like, yeah it's like hurting <laughs> just too intense you're like flick it first you're like never flick you I never know. flick or you like never blow flick. on it it's like that will cause an embolism <laughs> yes. that's the worst advice never blow i will pee you don't know whose bladder is what d- yeah. doing what yes. yeah weak bladder don't, don't inflate blow on my anything. bladder yeah don't my god it's off the rail. I, well, I wasn't <laughs> expecting yeah. it. We were going into eating out culture, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. We are now rated R. Yes. Gina, are Lady you on Journey. the road right now? How's going on the road oh while having a yeah, little guy? It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I'm going to be real a, with y'all. Being a mom. Yeah. I bought him uh, a couple times on the road with me, and it, it was stressful, but it was great. I, you know, I was with him, and I wake up, but you know, I can't mess up his sleep schedule like that's yes. the thing would i love for him to be a road kid of course man yeah. i loved even when he would hang in the green room and i'd have to have another comic just watch him for my set because oh i couldn't get a sitter yeah you which know. i will do i, I would do <laughs> make it about me i'm a mom <laughs> this is my baby yeah. it's my baby and my show so <laughs> garçon you are now a babysitter <laughs> um yeah, we had like I did a tour in uh, like a little mini tour in Texas where my son was with me. Okay. And my best friend was opening for me, James Goff, and and oh, I love James. Yeah, and he was oh, he was best. basically the other uncle. He's Uncle yeah. James. He's the babysitter. Yeah. And so um, it was him and my buddy Mike. So they took turns, kind of like watching That's the little nice. one for a little while. But I realized it's messing with his sleep schedule. It messes yeah, with it's everything. It's tough. It's tough. Especially since I'm constantly flying to the West Coast. So. You know, my husband and I do our best to kind of split the time. We both work weekends. So okay. on the weekends, he's usually with my parents. Mm, unless okay. I'm working the clubs in New York, then he's at home with a babysitter till I get home from work. Okay. Okay. So well, that's good, though. It's so good for him to develop the, you know, grandma and grandpa. It's like you want him to be there yeah. at the weekends. That's so important. Yeah. It's great for I'm him to be around forever. them. Exactly. Especially yeah. since, you know, my parents are in their 80s. So it's yeah. like, you know. Even even and they still love to babysit. Even though they're in their eighties, they want to see the they oh, want to see him. It's they the w- most exciting thing to have a little cutie. Yeah. And they're blown away by him because yeah, like, he's this little kid that just wants to chat all the time. Oh and my gosh, he's just I love and him. he's snuggly and he's in that stage where he just wants to. When he gets nervous, he asks for kisses and hugs, oh. and it's like the cutest thing. So sweet. Oh my god, you they love, love little baby love snuggles. Little oh. baby snuggles. It probably keeps him alive longer too. Let's just go. Come on. Go bring him in. Oh, I know. Oh my god. He's sure. right here. And he just walks in the room like We've a special We've never guest. had a baby guest, but we should. <laughs> oh my gosh. A baby guest, yes. I baby love guest. a baby guest. What do you guest? think about men? <laughs> just, um, he would just repeat the question. He'd be like, what do you think about men? It would sound very philosophical. Oh I love it. What do like, you well, think I don't about know. Men? I haven't thought about it. I know. I love what talking. You should ask. Yeah. Huh. 
Oh, that's Uh-oh. no worries. That's him. That's, that's him. That's him. He's, he's, and he's, he's here. <laughs> and he's calling in right now. <laughs> yes, caller, you're live on the air. So it's tough, though, like, when I imagine, like, when you're, like, packing up for the weekend, you're, like, saying goodbye, and then you're going on the road. Do you feel, like, a sense of, like, oh, I have my old life back? Or are you just kind of, like, I'm mom, but it if, feels weird? If I could stay home with my son 24-7, I would. Would 100%. you really? Yeah. 100%. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love comedy. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. love what I do. I love having a career. I'm very proud of my career. But... If I could just be with him, mm-hmm. I would 100%. Mm-hmm. Did that switch when you had him? You know what I mean? Like, I think it's. I think you have the mindset of being like, I can have. You feel like for me, it feels like giving up stand up would be giving up a part of me. Yeah. And that's how I can't see anything different. But I've always wondered, would your mind, does your mind change a bit when you have a kid? I can't speak for everybody. Um, because I think, you know, there's so many different camps on this. Like, yeah. You know, people say that it fuels you more to work on your career because you want to be that kind of example for your kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to a certain extent, there is that. But I think because it really is like your heart outside of yourself, like that's the only way I can describe how I felt like the first time holding my mm. son oh or my seeing gosh, him. You're just yeah. like, d- it's the amount of love you feel. You're just like, I, I don't I didn't know I was capable of wow. this much love. And it's almost like it's like everything takes a backseat mm. to that love where you're like, oh, yeah, if I could just do this, if I could just watch you grow and make sure that you're OK. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that, you, that you go out in life and you're ready to live your own life and be your own person and you're safe. And I know and I you know believe in you that you are safe and that you're going to make all the good choices and protect yourself. I'll be good for the rest of my life. Just knowing that you're good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like that's beautiful. It, it feels I wish it felt like that for everybody. That's the bummer. Yeah, as, I know. As a mom, you want like I'm like I and I, I get it. Yeah, I get that it doesn't, and I don't fault anybody for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but it's just for the kid. It's a bummer that your parents don't feel that way. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is weird when you see that happen. Where you're like, whew. It's weird. Or when people tell that me did not connect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So nothing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wild inside of you, and you were like, like nope, n- no feelings. What's yeah, okay. that's weird. <laughs> All right. Or even people that like disown their kids. Like I yeah. have a real issue with anybody that disowns their kids for being gay or any part of the LGBTQ. Yeah. Wild. Like oh, the fact that that so would even sad. still happen today, like infuriates yeah. me. Yeah. Like I really wanted to go to the Pride Parade this year and give out free mom hugs. But oh, I'm so freaking sweet. working, yeah. so now I just yeah. have to randomly give out free mom hugs <laughs> one day. I love it. Just a mom coming <laughs> towards you. <laughs> oh God. Free mom hugs. <laughs> you got a bad that. relationship with your mom. Free <laughs> mom hugs. Oh, I love that. Let's Sh- heal service. that mother wound. <laughs> Um, well, I love I love what you're doing. I mean, you've always been an incredible writer. Like, I love the stuff oh, that you did about you. like your wedding, the experience it's of like so relatable and funny and oh just like, like with like, a different viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got you've got like that great material about like people are like, oh, are you gonna lose weight for your wedding? You're like, why? Why would <laughs> I? Like, just the perspective. Did and you lose the part of it where it's my wedding? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not gonna be on the cover of Vogue. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm gonna yeah. be in my wedding i'm gonna get a cl- if i could have worn sweats also oh, just like how funny just to lose weight just for the wedding yeah. and go back to normal <laughs> you're like you married <laughs> yeah. a different lady that day again yeah. the yeah. second <laughs> you just put that <laughs> ring on my finger yeah. it is over the and now you have over. like a yeah. hormone problem from the ephedra use <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, peel me out of this corset <laughs> and give me a burger immediately <laughs> is that on the floor is lava that's um, on that that special 
the f- yeah that's is it the floor is lava no it would be i think that one was uh easily offended maybe oh, i don't know i have so many specials guys yes i can't tell you how many do you have uh i did a 20 minute for hbo uh for their entreno series okay was I that did the a same 30 minute carmen for HBO. That, uh, yes yes the same thing she did not the same season okay but same but same thing model. No. Yeah. yeah and so i did those uh pretty closely together i did the 20 minutes and then i did the half hour and then um oh gosh half hour and then there was easily offended so mm-hmm. much material and i'm so impressed the, yeah. yeah it's so easily hard to create was the sec was the yeah. half hour and then the floor is lava yeah so. and i see you working out now like i see you at the clubs yeah. and you you've got like you know it's like you're the same you but you've almost kind of like stepped into this like uh, evolved identity of like the mom yeah. life where it's like you're bringing the writing and you've got so many like fun perspectives and it's like what do you what's your process in terms of like you are you like observing things like uh, as a mom or like as society and you're like oh i'm gonna take this back and like maybe i'll like play around with it or like what are you doing well, it's funny because for this special um i have a, a friend of mine who's been my my homegirl for a while now and she's a writer and producer and um she had you know approached me and she said we should work on the next special together because there's a lot of stuff that i'm unpacking that she's more familiar with Mm. okay and so you know she has really helped me unpack a lot of the stuff i needed to let go of because all of a sudden i had this kid and i started feeling differently about that about other things and people see the stuff from their child not childhood not realizing that was fucked up until they have a kid and then it you relive it and you realize how damaging that was especially as a boy mom like i realize that i'm i am raising this next generation of however he identifies in the future but i'm raising this next generation of human and to make sure that i'm raising this human to be a, a good human i have to be conscious of all of my crap yeah not just like yeah. not just be on top of them but be aware when i'm putting my crap on top of this right. kid yeah so that means i gotta unpack it first mm-hmm. so this special has been a journey of me unpacking a lot of stuff where i would be like you know i would say to my mom, man this bothers me why does this bother me now it never used to bother me and then she would go well yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's I love it break this it's gonna be hard let's break this down oh my god and it's it great it's like a th- therapy special yeah therapy special it was a <laughs> lot great. of breaking down of concepts it was a mm-hmm. lot of you know or even i would say something and having that's problematic for this reason yeah oh my goodness i didn't even realize oh, i think about that through. when i you i eat and i'm like oh my god i feel so fat where yeah. i'm like you can't yeah. you that's so damaging especially if, i guess for girls but i also guys too i guess now when we're older i'm seeing everybody has disordered eating yeah, yeah. but you're yeah. like oh i should probably say i just feel full yeah yeah or right I feel, I feel too like i ate too much or like i overdid it a little bit yeah not automatically being like i'm fat or i'm as feel it's this a negative yeah, yeah. As a negative thing yeah, yeah like the mindfulness of the feeling of guilt yeah. surfacing yeah, well, Joe and I joke that now we can't say, I want to just kill myself <laughs> because that is so comforting and it's funny yeah. to us. Yeah. But you're like, it's fucked up for a co- child to hear that you want to kill yourself, yeah. even in a humorous way. Yeah. He's they going don't to get school that. saying it, thinking it's a joke. <laughs> like, I want to kill myself. The teacher's like, oh my God, what? Yeah. yeah. I love it. He's like, just we're going like, to talk with your mom and dad real quick. Like, <laughs> let's, let's just give them a call real quick. I feel like something might be going on. <laughs> 
at home. <gasps> like oh that's we have to be constant, especially since I'm yes. such a smart ass ninety percent of the time. Yeah. And me and my husband are both like that. So yeah. we're just like mm-hmm. like I've really there's times when I've had to be like, Daddy was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> And there's times where he'd be like, mommy didn't mean to say that word. Yeah. And it's just like we are constantly on top of each other of like, don't because yeah. he's a kid. He can't decipher what is sarcasm. Right. Oh, right. And when they're verbal, too, it's like just a little snippet. Yeah. yeah. Snippet. It like, just takes one thing, one little thing to say that you feel is innocuous. And later on, you realize like my parents always kind of talked about money. And it's really in my mindset of yeah. everything of being conscious of ah. like, is this going to cost a lot of money and how yeah. weird that is to put oh, yeah. financial burden onto your children. Yeah. Well, that was one of the conversations I had with my husband too. I was like, you know, when people struggle with this lack mentality, which a lot of our parents did because that just, it was what they lived, you know, yeah. they yeah. lived yeah. this life of survival. Like I don't blame my parents for the work and therapy I've done to understand them. Yeah. I just understand them in a different way now. And I go, yeah, of course you were worried about survival. I have the luxury of thinking about my child's mental health. Yeah. I yes. have the luxury yeah. of considering my child's feelings. You didn't have that cause you were working three or four jobs mm-hmm. to take care of kids, pay bills, do this. And so when I look back at it now, I go, yeah, because my husband has a little bit of that in him, too. Yeah. I don't so much, but it's very surprising that I don't. But maybe that's because it was just a part of growing up that, you know, yeah. we were on food stamps for a while. We got donations from the church. Like, I didn't realize that wasn't an everybody thing until mm. I got to a certain age. Isn't and I that was crazy? Like, oh, yeah. Everybody's broke. Yeah. yeah. It was just my family for this short period of time. And when people hear like oh food stamps and this they always think like oh your family was mooching off the government no my mom still had about three jobs yeah yeah and she, we were it, still on food did you stamps. grow up here in new york yeah yeah in the South one Bronx, of the most yeah. expensive cities to live in my too. mom was cleaning houses she yeah. sold avon she did everything like my mm-hmm. parents did everything so like i never looked at it like that i just thought that was part of the struggle yeah that's what you do yeah yeah, yeah. like you is yeah, a hustling. Struggle just hustling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just my family? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so sorry. I thought that was everybody's struggle thing. Yeah, and then one day you're at the store and you're like, I can't afford these nuts. And you're like, where did this come from? It's $20. <laughs> these nuts? <laughs> $13 for cashews, I yeah. think. Nuts, sir. Yeah. I know. I've definitely had moments like that where, you know, it's it's so, I'm doing a new therapy right now that's like a mindfulness where it's like oh, you're I just becoming it. like mindful of, and I've never done this type of modality before I've always done like talk therapy or like processing or like more cognitive behavioral and this is really just noticing what's happening and just allowing it to be there and like like welcoming it you know and it's kind of nice in a way that you're like oh I don't need to do anything about it I just need to notice that it's there and know that it's there and know that I just freaked out about nuts that were $13 (laughs) and you know it's it's so interesting to me it's a different way of like looking at things I think like cognitive behavioral is always like changing it changing it like or you know all that self-helpy like manifestation stuff is like never think a bad thought because yeah. then jesus won't grant your wish yeah. you know it's just like a lot of then magical unicorn thinking. santa claus jesus yeah. won't, uh, yeah. won't make your wish come true i do even though like even even though like i look at it and i do think that it's very important to be mindful of what you're thinking I don't agree with people that are like never have a negative thought yes. because negative thoughts are going to happen. Yes. It's about how you deal with them. Yes. It's about going, I'm making that story up in my head. 
Yeah. I am creating a negative narrative because that's what I'm used to. That's my go to. Yeah. Is to be pessimistic is to create a negative narrative because it, when you're positive, people think you're woo woo and goofy yeah. and you got your head in the clouds. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're just. I just have hope. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hope. take it away from <laughs> me. You need a tall glass of it. <laughs> no, Gina, you had a self-help podcast. I did. So, what was like? What's your? Yeah. What's your favorite like m- like self-help that you go back to? Is it like mindfulness or? Oh, mindfulness is a big one for me. Um, I work on presence a lot because okay. yeah, um, it's I so find powerful myself for like performing. Yeah, I find myself disappearing into my thoughts a lot. I find mm. myself disappearing into. Um, Either, and this is most people, thoughts of the, f- the future or thoughts of the past. Yes. I rarely find myself so focused on the present moment that mm. I really feel like I sit in my body. And so I work a lot on being present, especially with my son. Yeah. You know, like uh, what I think it does for me is, you know, when they say, oh, everything goes so fast. I'm like, it does. But I've been present for all of those yeah. moments. Yes. So they sat with me. It yes. wasn't like I was just somewhere else. I was really, I can tell you how his face looked. I can tell you what I was wearing. I was there in that moment. So I think presence is such a big thing in life, but particularly for performers, I think it's a really important thing because presence tells us everything we need to know. It's so much. It's so much. I, I do feel like it's hard to do it. It's like sometimes you just get sucked into your mind and then you just come to <laughs> and it's like three years have gone and you're like, who yeah. am I? Where am I? Like, what's happening? I've done that at, like on stage where you're like, I cannot believe I'm in this bit right now and I don't know that I'm in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. just have like, the muscle memory of it. Yeah. I I'm just saying the words because I know these words. Yeah. But I don't know the, I'm not in the moment of like reflect or feeling what's going on in the audience right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it can be scary when you're on stage. You, I think when I get scared, I tend to like kind of detach and yes. kind of go inside myself. It's like when I can notice it, being on stage has actually helped me notice in my own life. Mm-hmm. Being a performer helped me be present because I notice it on stage when I'm like, oh, that guy gave me a weird look like I went away a little bit. And now I'm like, let me come back, come back yeah. and be in the moment again. And then it's like, ah, scared, <laughs> running inside, I, running and hiding. Somebody just sent me a video about uh, how to kind of get over that like a certain like bad habit. Like mm. if you have like bad habits, understand that your uh, nervous system is trained to do that. So no matter the amount of self-help or positive thought you have, once your nervous system is trained to do something, you will detach until you make yourself comfortable in the uncomfortable. Ooh. And she said one of the ways to do that yes. is a cold shower. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say is that. Is that the nerve yes. that you Stand hit? in a cold shower for as long as you can stand it. Do not let yourself leave, even <laughs> if it's two minutes. Eventually, you will shock your nervous system to not be scared in mm-hmm. those moments where you oh you're gosh. fighting your flight or your fight or flight. Yeah. You're fighting it. Yes. In that moment. So it teaches you to sit in the uncomfortable. It's so powerful. And, you know, Mike does cold showers, my boyfriend. Yeah. And um, he he's always trying to get me to do it. And I'm like, I like to do the opposite. I turn it as hot as I can. <laughs> yes, and zone out. I'm yeah. trying to burn in the fiery pits of shower hell. Stay <laughs> out of my business. Yeah. I'm like drying my skin out, you know, drying my hair. But, but I recently I started turning it cold at the end. And I'll do it like every other one. And I it is wild how you you 
you even just doing it a tiny bit. And I saw something online that said if you can do a cold shower, even five minutes, you get the same effect in your body as cocaine, but it lasts instead of two minutes, it lasts for like two hours. Yeah. And it's like now that's how I know Mike's type is like a cokehead. He's just like a cokehead <laughs> type of guy, like running around. You're like, so you're into coke. He's like, I said I like cold showers. Yeah. Where are you getting this? Yeah. Meanwhile, he's like making a business plan. <laughs> That's oh so my gosh funny. it does make a difference though i do find myself when i do it more inclined to speak up and not i think as you know women especially in this industry we have a tendency to quiet ourselves oh mm-hmm. absolutely and yeah. there are so many careers that have been salvaged because of our silence in so many ways yeah and so when i started implementing some of the cold showers i started to realize that i was a lot more ballsy yeah in conversations oh with my people. Gosh. and i was a lot less scared of the uncomfortable where i was like all right this is gonna be weird but i'm gonna say it anyway <laughs> that's <laughs> and exciting and yeah. you say it and you're just like Ugh. No regrets. Yeah, oh my God. That's great. Like, Cold no showers. Grow a pair. Like a conversation jihad. Yeah. yeah. Here I come. Yeah. I'm coming in hot <laughs> from a cold shower. Doesn't make sense. Oh my gosh. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to start doing it. I've, I'm dipping my toe in literally and figuratively, but yeah. I That's think baby steps. Baby steps. Oh my gosh. It's great. It's great. I would want to try. That is the one thing out of the Joe Rogan book I would do is the cold dips that he does. Oh, my gosh. I love his whole, the sauna, the sauna cycle. <laughs> we think yeah. he's on one big lady journey. Yeah, Joe Rogan is our. Yeah, even hunting is a lady journey, we believe. Yeah, you wear matching Meats, outfits. You're well, cooking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Accessories. It's like, well, it's supposed to be like, I think it's a bad stereotype. It's like men are hunters, women are gatherers. It's like, I'm hunting, I'm hunting crafts, okay? I'm yes, hunting, I'm still hunting. I'm hunting little pieces <laughs> well, for like myself. When guys watch sports, I'm like, I like sports, but I call it real housewives. Yeah. It's mental sports. Yeah. Oh, mental sports. And I it's mean, a longer game. psychological sports yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you think Strategy. football's brutal? Like Countess Luann will take out a town. <laughs> She'll bankrupt the entire town. I bet you don't know how to deal with her. Yeah. What's your game plan when you deal with Luann Delisup. Yeah. Yeah. You're you going to cry? Yeah. What you're going to do? You're going to cry? Well, she's going to win. She's going to Are you going to wear out. camouflage and try to blend in with the sofa? <laughs> <laughs> try to hide from the fight that's coming? Oh, yeah. Cool. Are oh, you doing lady. AGT right now? No. Or was I that did in the it, past? I did it in 2021. And it was a wild experience because we were just kind of, every everybody in production was still dealing with COVID regulations. Yeah. And so for the initial audition we were all kept very separate from each other they had a holding area and we had to be six feet apart from each other wow. so it was like okay. i had this corner and then the dancers had that corner and then it yeah. was there and it was in this huge space um and then when it came to the show we were constantly masked up um some of us wore the shields like for me because i had hair and makeup i would wear the shield and i yeah. felt like a superhero <laughs> I um, love that. Yeah. not gonna lie Hot mask. <laughs> i was like oh my god look at me i'm a sexy superhero <laughs> you're <laughs> in a, just in a one piece guitar <laughs> too <laughs> i'm like it. guys i really feel like you're going with the superhero vibe <laughs> you're like gina you want a cape I don't, need, I don't need a cape um it was wild to do the show it was a wild experience i'm happy for everybody who's done it like since then because Mm -hmm. i think it is great exposure Mm. for comics and it's a good test of your skills i think because you have such a short amount of time it really is a test of your self-editing skills 
because you yeah. only have about two minutes. It's so much harder to go tighter, you know, to go. It's like even yeah. five minutes, five minutes. You have like at least if you can bomb to one time, you can recover. It's harder to work on a late night than it is an hour because mm. an hour yeah. I have time to play with. Yeah. I can take oh, my yeah. time. Theater. I can pause. I can play with different things. Mm-hmm. If I only have five minutes to do on a late night set, yeah. I got to bam, 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 yeah. bam or yeah. tell one amazing five minute story. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's also I uh, feel like the humor for AGD you got to connect with that. Od- it's a different yeah. than a club audience. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's people that aren't necessarily there for stand up. It's like a, you know, variety act and you need you to almost fit have to in the confines of that. You have to prove your worth. Yeah. yeah. Because, and this was something that somebody said to me a while ago and it would be wonderful if AGT disproves this theory that this one executive had where she said a comic will never win. America's got talent. It always feels like that. And I mm. said, why would you say that? I thought, and she said, because a skilled comedian makes it look effortless oh, and you are yeah. up against dancing dogs yeah. and acrobatics and yes. fire swallowers mm-hmm. and just weirdos that's and true waltz up that's there true. and yeah. take over a room with laughter and then wave goodbye and that's it so and people yeah. are like oh i could do that yeah, yeah. they're not like and it's like no so you don't know an eight-year-old back bending yeah. into yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so interesting it is. And so when she said that, I was like, oh, it, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, we've gotten close. Tom Cotter got really close. Yeah. Preacher Lawson got really close. Yeah. But never won. It's mm. usually like maybe like a ventriloquist stand yeah. up that yeah. can get there. Or Some a Vegas yeah. funny magician. Like yeah. Party trick. Kind of like a party trick. Yeah. Yeah. Something. You need some type of element. I'd love to be a magician. I'm like, I can't. Who has the time? <laughs> who has the time? I'm like, I need to go to a master's degree program for magician school because that would be worth it. That would elevate my act. It's also, you would break. I feel like there's not a lot of female magicians, so yeah. that would be a be cool. glass ceiling. It's like we've got smaller hands. <laughs> yeah. Easier. Flight of hand is so yeah. much easier. Yeah. <laughs> Why have we not taken over this market? Yeah, why not? I, I, I love I love too like the magic castle. I love the whole vibe oh, I love there. The magic oh castle. my yeah. god, it's so amazing. I don't know if we can even talk about it. Are they gonna sue us? <laughs> can we? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's so incredible. But I feel like if you were um uh like a reasonably sexy woman, I would take the glasses off. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> hot immediately. <laughs> your trick. Just transform. <laughs> yeah. That's my magic trick. <laughs> Ta da <laughs> And they're like, Oh my goodness. Oh my god. That's how Superman <laughs> did it. <laughs> <laughs> so Gina, where's next for you on the road? Where are you heading to next? Um, I'm leaving this week for Las Vegas. I'll be at Jimmy <gasps> Kimmel's Comedy oh, Club. Oh, oh my gosh, I, I actually love really like Vegas. Vegas. Oh, yes. I, love it. I love it when it's like so people hot watching here too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, you feel like you're on the surface of Venus. Yes. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> it's like, so it's like you can't go out. You can't breathe, yeah. and then you get inside, and it's like, oh my god. Yeah, it's so it's artificial I stay inside. I don't leave until I have it's to do so the show. It's so weird. I love. I ch- we talked about this once. Like. I was like, I don't, f- I want to go shopping, but I didn't feel like getting a cab. It, I could not figure out how to get out of a casino. Because <laughs> it's, yeah. and then once you're out, you have to like spiral out yep. of a, a concrete structure, <laughs> like yep. climb over a fence, and then you're like on a sidewalk and walking a mile to the next casino. Yeah. That's also equally as confusing to yeah. get mm-hmm. into. So you can only stay at the place that you're the hotel's at. It's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. They, they were like, how could we trap people in here <laughs> so they can only go to the buffet? They're there. like, every exit is by a bunch of slot machines. <laughs> They're like, just in case. Just in case. Can I Hi. say though, I love a buffet. 
Oh, me too. A buffet. Choices, a plate with lots of conglomerate of food. The one they have, is it Caesars where they have like, it's like the world's buffet and it's like $80 and you're like, I would do, yes. There for four hours just nibbling, nibbling. And then you're trying different combos that you've never had before. Like shrimp and pudding. What? (laughs) Am I a gourmand? Oh, I love a buffet. Even at like a shitty casino, I'm like, I'll see you at the buffet. I'm getting paid like $50 and the buffet's $45. I'm like, I'll be there. I'll be over there. See you guys there. <laughs> now, you know, so Gina, like when you go, of course you're traveling, you know, all, all of us ladies, we're all traveling. Like what's your packing like? Like what's your top five things that you have to take with you when you're going? Um, out? Do you have show outfits or are you really just like who you are is what you are on stage? Yes. I mean... I want to be a show board. outfit girl. I do too. It's I've a lot of work a though. New show top. I have a lot, <laughs> and it's of so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting into back into a new style for myself okay. because I think after having my son, I was so very conscious of the yeah. bodily changes. Mm-hmm. When I was pregnant, oh, I lived for it. I was like, I'm big as fuck. I didn't care. I yeah. was like, look at this belly. Like yeah. I didn't care. Oh yeah. I was loving <laughs> yes. it. I was like, this is amazing. I don't know where my lungs are anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they moved. I don't know where my whole insides have re- relocated. It was amazing to me. And then, you know, you have the baby and you're like, oh, I got to put this somewhere yeah. else. And uh, I was so very conscious of that. And like even when I was doing um, AGT, I, had to, I talked to the wardrobe people because I was like, hey, I'm real self-conscious about my body right now. Mm. And, you know, people on the Internet comment all the time oh it's horrific they'll be like her knees are weird and you're like new insecurity (laughs) unlocked (laughs) she'd be cute if she lost 50 pounds and i'm like first of all i'd be dead but i'm also (laughs) cute now yeah (laughs) first of all thank you so much (laughs) for calling me cute you see my potential After a while, you just have to kind of like I I like to like every negative comment because oh, I think it's yeah. very confusing for the negative yeah. person. You're like, Thank yeah, you. I back, Thank you so much. Usually they delete it after I like it. They're like, ah, oh, she sees me. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh no, yeah, you made a negative. Yeah, you're comment. not just That's an yeah. asshole in a void. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you exist in this in this uh, reality, and I can see you. Yeah. Um. So I was just very conscious of my body, and so like I have now. What I'll do is I do the Steve Jobs, where it's like. I'll bring an outfit that okay. I'm going to wear on stage for that weekend. Yep. Because I loved his mentality of like, I only have a certain amount of brain power. Yeah. It's not going into an outfit. I'm, yes. I'm going to pick. It's a lot of work. Yeah. I'm going to pick yeah. something that I know I feel confident in, that I know I feel comfortable in. And then I'm going to go on stage. I'm just going to do my thing. Now, when it comes to like specials, you know, I'll amp it up and I'll be like, all right, I want something confident, but I want something special. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I want to look fly for my special. Absolutely. But I still want to be able to move and be comfortable. Everything I've worn, um, on television apart from one outfit oh i want to hear this one outfit though i didn't like my outfit for my hbo special for my half hour and they're very well aware of this because i think i locked myself in my green room for a little while was it a thing that you chose or was it bawling my eyes out they chose and that was hbo chose my outfit okay and i didn't like it at all they never know they people do not know what is good on they you just, they Makeup called is me the same and they way were like too. we're gonna go get yeah. your uh we're gonna go pick up some wardrobe and i said well i'm not with you so i won't know like you're, you're going to blindly pick up a bunch. Yeah, wild you know how much stuff you're gonna have to pick up and how many different sizes and i don't know the cut of something and Unbelievable. what are you getting and they're like well we'll pick out a few things they picked out one outfit in two sizes oh my god thank you <laughs> The sizing in women's clothing is that's I ha- you now when I 
to get a dress or something like that, I have to go to a like a barn that has yes. a thousand options. Yes. Yeah. So because you can't just go to a place that has three options and then think you're going to get anything. Yeah. 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 And oh. it's horrific. Tailored is nice. But at the same time, it's like I don't have time to spend send every outfit I to know. get yeah. tailored. Like, trust me, I wish I had Oprah time and Oprah money to yeah. send that stuff in all the time. But I have to find stuff that just looks nice yeah it takes forever right out the gates. i mean i like you've uh, everyone's done that where you're like i need an outfit i'm going to macy's and you're like and there's nothing here i've no. been here five hours i'm crying i have a cramp in my calf <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm, I'm gonna wear sweatpants <laughs> i hate this and then yeah. you panic by something that makes you look like mother of uh, the bride a couch. <laughs> yeah oh just a, just a couch person like a I'm just a golden girl sausage. Yeah. i'm like what am i wearing i know by hour five i'm like i guess i love this this is yeah. my style <laughs> loud prints <laughs> uh, I'm I'm doing this right now like I'm experimenting I had a very um like basic wardrobe that was my thing like capsule wardrobe which is great but it's like then for the stage you end up looking so neutral and I feel like something I need something my act is more like kind of a character like ooh white lady white lady at Whole Foods you know it's yeah. like I want to play it up and wear like a puff sleeve you know but yeah. it's like so I'm now I'm scared though I'm like going out experimenting getting one top trying it because it's like I can't just go out in like a black turtleneck look like I've just shot a film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I just shot a film about like women's rights in the seventies <laughs> or something. Like, so, but but it's hard. It's hard, and I have that. You know, I have yeah. that too. Where it's like going through a whole place, and like I hate everything in here. I don't know who I am. Yep. What do you end up wearing at the show? Especially um, for the specials and stuff, because yeah. you want to look yeah. back on it and be not be like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Why well, was I wearing a hat? <laughs> <laughs> for the HBO special, I'm wearing like a black jumpsuit, which I did not think was flattering. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and a red jacket, which I thought was just an eyesore. Okay. And it's not yeah. about the styles themselves. Yeah. It's about how they fit me. Yeah. How yes. you and feel I didn't in it. like how they fit me. I didn't like how they clashed with my background. So like. I mean, but it was literally the day we were filming. Yeah. Yeah. There's and nothing you like, can do so about it. you don't it. like anything that I bought with me? And yeah. they were just like, no, we don't really think anything's going to work. So mm. we'll just pick something up for you. And I'm like, this is so unfair. And I just remember feeling so uncomfortable. I was sitting in my green room crying. Yeah. And just being like, I hate this. I hate the way I look for my half hour special. And this is going to be awful. I'm going to have to watch it. And I'm going to just hate how I look. And, you know, the spe- the thing is, the I special way great. Your hair looked amazing. Oh, my God. Thank you. Your hair looked amazing. Your hair looked <laughs> amazing. Uh, I, I don't even remember the, al- the outfit, but I remember being like, oh, my God, her hair. Yeah. Her yeah. amazing. <laughs> the hair was doing its thing. <laughs> it is true. But at I'm least very, you got like, that. Yeah. 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 Which is why for The Floor is Love, I think I was so adamant on, like, getting who I wanted to style me. Yeah. And who I wanted to do my hair and makeup. I was very, like, no, I want these people. This is who I want. Yeah. And yeah. It's so hard because I feel like you're treated as if it's trivial to think about these things. But it makes me think of Fleabag when she does her whole speech about hair as life. Yeah. Like, it, if you don't feel like you look good... I went months without getting a haircut like a full year and I felt like I was so depressed and as soon as I could get highlights again in a cut my mood changed yeah. instantaneously yeah. that it will affect your performance or how you feel about it will who you are you on stage feel comfortable and confident yeah because yeah. you know you're gonna see this like even when I was in the editing room for the floor is lava I was like I really love my yeah, it's so good. I I've got it. this. I look good. The story yeah. has a happy ending, finally. Yes. <laughs> the story Taking has the a power very, back. Very happy ending of yeah, that's exactly what it was though. Yeah. And I think like as I mature in this business, as I, you know, mature as a mom and as a person, 
um, I start to realize that I've stopped myself from speaking up in those moments. You got to advocate. I had every right to speak up. Yes, that's the the cold shower. And people will take uh, advantage of yeah. that because, and and the, here's the thing: our fear, I think, as women, is always like, I don't want to be looked at as a bitch. I don't want to be yeah. mean, yes, difficult. Yeah, because you know that's what's going to be said about you. Yes, yeah. And it's like, you really got to be like, why is it any different yes. when I do it? versus when a man does it yeah why is it any different when a guy walks in and knows what he wants he's just about his business but yeah when i know what i want i'm a pushy bitch yeah and or it's like difficult no i'm not or annoying i'm not yeah. trying to be difficult this is what i want yeah and i've there's men that are also like horrific <laughs> to work yeah. with but i don't feel like you hear about <laughs> until well, for every until Catherine like, hagel i never hear about the difficult man maybe occasionally like the bruce willis but i think he had dementia yeah. <laughs> i know so now we're like well now he's now it's like well now you can't hate him yeah dementia, well, i know you don't hear about the man until it's like scott rudin and it comes out that he's just been like like stabbing his employees through the <laughs> yeah. hand with pencils in the office and he's been doing that for 50 years yeah, yeah. and yeah. then you finally hear like oh well he's kind of gruff yeah you know, that's all you get he's a little gruff well, well like be Kat- a bitch Catherine hagel has one it. off comment and she's kind of like blacklisted just yeah just written well that off. was the yeah. thing um because i remember getting uh getting wind of that whole drama thing and being and i'm always very inquisitive like i was like is Catherine heigl a problem is yeah. she a problem because mm-hmm. i don't know her i don't know any famous people yeah i just know the rumors about them yeah and then finding out uh about the other underlying issues it's not that she was a problem it's that she was advocating for people getting fair pay and for people get she was a problem because she spoke up about the stuff that wasn't yeah. being done and then everyone was like, you're a problem. And, and roles like, for a woman, no. too. Yeah. It's so funny. It's like, what is it, a bitch exactly? It's like a woman who's like just trying to do the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, how dare you? Yeah. Equal pay. Yeah. Get out of here with your crazy yeah. lady request. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Treated oh with respect. God. Oh, you're lucky we let you vote, little <laughs> one. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? That's I think that's a good note to end yeah. on Lady Journey. <laughs> cold be a showers. bitch out there. Take be a cold a shower. Gina, where Take can everybody shower, find bitch. you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at GBrione, on TikTok at Gina Brione, or you can check my website, see if I'm coming to a city near you, at yes. GinaBrioneComedy.com. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for joining yeah, today. You're, you. you're such a power, such a force. And thanks everybody for listening. Please like and subscribe. And please don't delete us. <laughs> Tell a friend. <laughs> Tell a friend. Lady, Lady Journey. Journey. <laughs>